0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Bring the Juice. We are on an away game today in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Frank Delana. Today on the pod, a lot of energy, a lot of good vibes. I got Dominique Dafty with me. Dominique, say what's up. to Bring the Juice Nation, what's here,
1: brother? Bring the Juice, let's get it, baby.
0: Fucking love it, fires me up. Let's just dive right into it. You know, we were talking before the pod, uh, kind of your journey, and it led to, you know, getting to walk on at Iowa. Start with that, how did you know I was gonna be the move when you were in the position to make a move for what college D one you were gonna to go to.
1: Uh, well, for anybody out there that's ever been to a JUCO, yeah, uh, I think they'll understand when I say I was just simply just trying to get up out of there. Like JUCO life's different. It is grimy. Yeah, and everything about it is you know the facilities, dorm rooms, like the way like the the little. Um, rules behind it, like how you can only have so many out-of-state players be on the rock. Like, there's just so much about it. It's just grimy. Everyone's trying to get to that next level, coaches included. And it's just like, and we were in, like, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Council, Good old Council Tucky, which is in the middle of nowhere. Damn! So it's, like, two hours from Des Moines and about 45 minutes from Nebraska. Yeah. So it's, like, in the middle of nothing. So... I mean, went through one full year there, uh-huh. uh, just Grimey. just the whole time, and I just didn't really enjoy it. I enjoyed some of the guys that I met, and, you know, like there's some dudes like till this day, like I talk to, and so the connections there, they were great, but it was just the whole th- atmosphere. I'm like, this this is not for me. So when I had Iowa come and told me like I could come walk on, I'm like, yeah, we're doing Done. that. I told my parents, I'm like, I'm out of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming back next year. That's not happening. So, I mean, that was really where that happened. And, of course, you know, like growing up, playing for either Iowa State being from Iowa, like it's a big deal, you of know, course. getting that chance to play in the hawk game. Obviously, like everybody dreams of that, you know, little kid being a, either on the hill at a, at a Jack Trice or going to Iowa City and watching the games. Like you dream of playing those games because it, it means a lot. And, you know, we literally have it. Iowa State week at school, you know, you either come to school in your Iowa State stuff or you come wow. to school in your Iowa stuff and it's that's like, awesome. so it's like, you're, you're from young, you're like, that's kind of nurtured in your brain. It's Iowa versus Iowa State, maybe Like, that's, that's the big, that's the big time. Well, let's, let's twirl it back
0: a little bit. Your JUCO grimy days. How, I know how, I've heard stories, JUCO in Cali, JUCO in Mississippi. What was your grimiest moment in JUCO,
1: you'd say? or aspect Grimiest moment I remember the day where I knew I wasn't coming back because (laughs) it was like I had we had early we it would be 4 a.m 4 30 workouts in the winter and it's cold it's snowy we got to be there at 4 30 so we're waking up at four o'clock and you're already tired whatever I got class after that I don't remember what happened in the class, but I like wasn't too happy about it. And then I go to the calf, just get me a little chicken sandwich. Something slight. I tried to be, you know, maybe I'll put lettuce and tomato on it, make myself a little <laughs> happier, you know, like spruce it up. I took one bite into it, and there was mold on the lettuce.
0: Uh, you could taste it.
1: Yes. Oh! It's one thing to see it, and I literally bit into it, and I was like, and I looked at it, and I put the sandwich down grabbed my bag and went straight to my room. I'm like, I'm done with this. Like, this is not it. I don't want to be here. That was the moment I'm like, I'm not coming back here. I don't care. It was just like one of those days where everything was going wrong and then I bit into moldy lettuce. I was like, yeah. That it? We're going somewhere else next year. (laughs) I do not care where it is but we're going somewhere else. But I feel like on top of that it's just, you know, usually you go to other schools and like they have like workouts for you. Like, Right. My own roommates like we would just go work out yeah. like n- with like regular students. Like we just go to the gym and get a, get a lift in. <laughs> it's like that's not normal like at other schools they tell you not to do that type of stuff cuz yeah. They don't want you to get hurt or whatever but I mean there you kind of had to. Like yeah. you kind of had to put in your extra hours and do things, you know, in the dark behind closed doors, get your catches in whatever right. and there's just kind of a lot of that where we had to like find our own way. To get things done especially because i mean you don't have the big facilities i mean you go to iowa western now like it's crazy it's really 10 times different it's so much better but back then it's like we practiced at a high school and we either practiced on high school or like in this big grassy area it wasn't even a field it was just they would have like cross-country meets out there it
0: was a big ass park type thing so it was
1: like you had to get it like that's what they call it getting out the mud that's like that, that's what you had to do or else you weren't going to make it. Yeah. So it was just like, that whole experience was just like, I feel like that's where I gained my work ethic Right, is because simply working that hard because I don't want to be here anymore. Beating out of the mud. Literally. I'm working as hard as I can so I don't have to be here next year. That was just, that was as simple as it was.
0: So you walk on to Iowa. I walked on at Fresno State. What is the, you know, the walk-on mindset? obviously I have my experience. What was your experience did you you know obviously your first day you're just happy to, to be there yeah hey playing d1 baby i'm here yeah i'm here and i and fresno was my influence here Iowa, like it was always fresno for me i grew up there i wanted to play there it was the, it was the move yeah and so that the fact that you got to choose and or you got the opportunity to play at one of the iowa schools iowa um what was the approach once you were there and got past that you know, the Nike Christmas stage? Yeah.
1: The approach when I got there was essentially just, you know, work. Yeah. Yeah. Just work. And, you know, I was, I redshirted when I first got there because I played my freshman year at Iowa Western. So I redshirted my technique, like technically sophomore sophomore year. Right. And it was essentially just, you know, work in the weight room, work on the field, um, Uh, kind of, you know, like get my footing because, Obviously, Big Ten education, Juco education so different. I actually had to start over, essentially, college. Really? Because a lot of those credits didn't transfer over. That's a shitty thing. Man, I was I'd be, I'd be pissed. I was so mad. <laughs> I essentially had to start college over. And so, like, I'm over here trying to get my footing as far as, like, school. And then my coach was just like, dude, don't even, like, you're redshirting. Don't even worry about the playbook. Like, it doesn't even matter. Because back then… It was like you get one snap, like it's over with. Like that's a year. It wasn't like a. Oh yeah, yeah, because we were. We, yeah. it was it four years. Yeah, ago, it wasn't games, like the what years. was the four games four now? Games it was now. back then. You get one snap, like yeah, yeah, that's a year. I was the same one. It was yeah. a year, so he's like, bro, don't even worry about it. Like you're redshirting. Oh, you're redshirting, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like
0: be on the scout team. You know, be on the scout team. Yeah,
1: be on the scout team. Make it, it hard summer. for the defense. Like, you know, work, work over there. You get a chance, like to make a play over there. Make a play. And it's like work on your skills when you're over there. Right. And, you're going against the ones. You know what I mean? You're going against the ones all day. Yep. Like that's the best. Iron sharpens iron. Iowa, yeah, sure. Those Iowa defenses were crazy. You look oh, at those, man. you go down that depth chart, they're all in the league. Yeah. Except maybe like three of them. Like those defenses going against them was so crazy. And it's just like, he was like, yeah, just take, like, take that as, you know, playing in the games. Sure. Like those are your games. You're running their offense. And you're, like, you're just essentially over there trying to get better. So, that whole year was just, it was, I mean, it was a great year. Yeah. As far as, Red-shirting's like… Red shirting's
0: not the worst thing Redshirting Red shirting
1: is not bad. I yeah. mean… I got a little brother at Fresno State red shirting. It's not bad. Like, you He's, get to, like, you get to work on your game. Right. You get to get stronger, faster, all that stuff. You get to grow. Kind of learn, grow. You yeah. get to, like, you get to learn the playbook. You get to learn how to watch films. You stuff can learn like how this. to be a pro, because… College, you are a pro. You're just in college, I mean, technically nowadays, That's what I'm saying. You literally, you are yeah. You're getting a little bit of a bag back, back then. We were scraping, yeah. but I mean, yeah, it was just that extra year to just grow into my body, grow football wise, boy, country Mac, grow football wise, and um, you know, just try to take that extra step and being like, being like you said, being a pro, being a Big Ten football player, yes. Yeah.
0: It's different like, vibe.
1: It's, it's different it's, than JUCO. It's, yeah, it's definitely better to have that year and then come in ready, right? Versus thrown in there and then kind of have to. Uh, you're you drowning
0: know. and you're trying to find air yeah. almost. No types. one like
1: no one likes that feeling. Like if you like, there's not many people who come out and do that out the gate. Like, no, obviously some dudes. It do. made me
0: realize when there's a true freshman playing, that dude is raw,
1: like different level type shit. He was at prom a couple months ago. Some of them missed prom. He was yeah, he yeah. went to prom a couple of months different ago. Different dedication. This dude that you're going up against, like he shaves every day. You know, he's got a job waiting on him, and a couple of months, like, and you just were at prom. Yeah. So it's like a lot of the dudes who come out of the gate ready <laughs> to play. Like those dudes are are extremely different. good. Yeah. Like they're crazy. I mean, I a lot remember, of dudes aren't ready for it. Your that. first
0: day. I don't know if you had this, but like my first day, like everyone has that dude that's a grown-ass man yeah you're like holy shit man
1: josie I mean, jewel there you go the outlaw there you go <laughs> <laughs> josie jewel all-american all yeah
0: you're but you're like that guy's that guy is him yeah he's faster and better than i am that <laughs> dude was, shit, i kid. had
1: him josie jewel Jalil johnson desmond king greg maven like yeah. all these different the, levels the defense was right cra- when i'm telling you that defense was crazy it was crazy i could keep going because that defense was stacked. So you were a receiver still at this point, right? Yeah. Okay, so then we, you, you don't finish at
0: Iowa, right? You end up at Indiana State. Is that yes. correct? Yeah. What made you make that
1: move? Uh, essentially, was at Iowa 2016 or 15-16. So I was there 16-17, Redshirted. 17-18 was playing just scout, uh, not scout team, but
0: uh, special teams.
1: 18, 19 same thing and there was just a lot of stuff that happened there on my part and I feel like from the coaching staff where I was just like I don't think I could grow anymore here yeah, I'm top and, down. so it's like I could go play anywhere just play special teams like and there's just some times where I just wasn't enjoying it like football wise you know some of the boys sitting in the locker room and you're just like, Bro, is this worth it? Because I'm not only am I not enjoying this, I'm not playing offense. I'm also paying to be here. Yeah. So, it gets to that point where I'm like, I I, I really don't know if it's if it's worth it. To be honest, like yeah. looking at the pros and cons, and had to talk with my parents about stuff. I was getting ready to graduate in the spring of '19, and I still had that one year. So I talked to my dad, and he was like, "Yeah, you don't want to leave that year on the table." Like he was like, "I promise you, you don't." smart. So I'm like, no, you're right. Absolutely. So like, I just got to, uh, you know, just doing a little bit of research and I saw one of my old, um, my old friends back in Iowa, Ryan Boyle. He posted something about like, um, it was like a highlight, uh, at Indiana state. And I was like, oh yeah, Ryan goes to Indiana state. He had gone to Iowa. We played against each other in high school. I saw he posted about Indiana state. And I was like, It'd be cool to play with him like he's a dog like he's my size got a cannon i'm like let's do it that would be pretty cool so i was like i texted him i'm like what do you think about me coming to indiana state he's like are you serious i'm like i mean yeah i'd think about it he's like all right and he got me in touch with the coaches and i went on a visit there and i mean i what really um uh, what really brought me along was the receiver coach coach oh. hastings like he was dude who played in the league he played for the 49ers back when uh cap was there and so he kind of understood the whole thing so talking to him and everything is what really made me want to go there on top of having an old friend being the starting quarterback and I'm like yeah I'm in Darn. like let's go so that was kind of how I got over there and they had set it up for me to start like um grad school and everything so it was an easy transition and they were like yeah dude Nice. Let's go. So I was like, all right, bet. We're doing it. So that season ends
0: and you're approaching NFL dreams at this point. And you're still a receiver, right, at this point? Yeah. So at what point did you have to make that that transition to, to tight end slash fullback?
1: Uh, was there I, a day? There wasn't a day, but I feel like just me and him, again, Coach Hastings having a conversation about, you know, you're not blazing four four. You're on like a low to mid four five, uh, and you're big. Like I was like two thirty five at the time. So he mm-hmm. was like, honestly, you'd be perfect for that hybrid Type. position yeah. that's kind of being more popularized, more used in the NFL. You know, like, and of course that year, like I played wildcat quarterback too. So oh, wow. athlete. So it was like dude, you could do a lot of things. So yeah. the fact that you can block, you can play special teams, you can Takes run the ball, hill. you can exactly. So I'm like that was kind of when I hearing him talk about it I'm like no that makes perfect sense. And can you pass? Of course.
0: And he can pass. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, you got some film. Oh yeah. It's it's out there. But.
0: Was it So I had a buddy so I played with at state and he uh he went from wide receiver to tight end. Is there is it like you could answer this however you want. But like, is there kind of like a sense of you where you you feel like identities shifted a certain way? Because when you're wide out, you like to you. That's your identity. You're yeah. wide out, and now you're like, ah, I'm in the tight end room now. Was there ever like that kind of moment, or was it always like, hey man, whatever pays the bills, who gives a shit at this point?
1: I mean, it was essentially just whatever. Like, I want to play. Yeah. So I mean, I really don't care. Yeah. Whatever you need me to be, but I mean, there was definitely a learning curve when I came to that because there's a lot of those boys played tight ends since high school. And me, I'll never forget this, like my first workout with the Colts, um, the coach, we get done warming up and the coach goes, all right, so we got a nine tech, we want you to reach him, we run an outside zone. And I looked at him, I'm like, <laughs> what did, what does that mean? I'm like nine techs, like learning defense, yeah. like I had no idea. Three yard slant, like what do you need? I'm <laughs> like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about. So I looked at him. I was like, so you want me to block that way? He goes, yeah. I was like, cool. That's all you had <laughs> to say. That's so all you had to say. All the six tech outside zone. I'm like, no, I have shit. no idea. I literally looked at him like, damn. Never heard of any of that terminology in my life. Obviously, I know outside zone, but nine tech, reaching them and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know what any of that means. I'm like, dang, this is this is going to be a little different. And then, of course, being able to – I think the biggest – reason i'm still sitting here is being with the Green Bay packers that year because my coach i literally came up to him i was like dude i i don't know this stuff yeah. i would never had to, I all i had to do was wash wow. the roof yeah. save these corners that was cool. about it so i'm like as far as like how defenses and linebackers shift and all, i'm like dude i i don't know what a three tech is i don't know nine six i'm like i have no idea a 43 front, I'm like, dude, you're speaking yeah. Spanish. I have no idea yeah. what that means. Is it a cat
0: call or like I'm like, it? I have
1: no idea what that means, any of that. So, like, I came up to him just kind of vulnerable, just like, how do you watch film as a tight end? Right. He took you in. He took me in. That's and huge. then had vets like Rob Tunyon and Mercedes Lewis. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers. I asked him as many questions as possible. And I feel like because of the stuff that I learned there and how to watch film and how to read defenses, not just, you know, read coverages, but read a defensive end, not only, like, where he is, but his body language. Uh And read that and be able to tell what he's going to do before he even does it to try to get an advantage. Because I know where I'm supposed to go. He's just rushing a gap. But we actually have a play. So that year definitely helped. But the learning curve at first, I was just like, because tight end, you have to know everything.
0: Well, I mean, you're saying a tight end, like, I can only imagine you're playing. You play wide receiver your whole life. Yeah. Play wide receiver your whole life. College included. And then all of a sudden, you're on the, the biggest stage of yeah. this sport. Oh, hey, we want you to learn a new position. And it's not like you're going from X to Z. Yeah. Or you're now going from slot to outside. Like, this is a whole different ball game.
1: Putting your hand in the dirt. Is- right a very Did different. you...
0: What, so, like, what kind of tight end do you want to be? Do you want to be, like, a bruiser? Do you want to be more of a... Like, a like Kittle? I feel like's kind of become, become, like, the ultimate hybrid. In the yeah. It, but.
1: I mean, when I look out into the... Like, the history of tight ends, like, I... Like, I kind of compare myself a lot to, like, the Shannon Sharps of the world. Or, like, he's just country strong, mm. uh, can run routes, but also he... Like, if you need him to block, It'll like, he's going to do it for you. But yeah. Like, he just, he's, you can put it, like, he's one of those people you don't have to, like, worry about.
0: Yeah.
1: You see 8-2 out there, you're like... Uh, he's good. Hey, straight. He'll he's be at, right. His assignment's done. Yeah, I mean, he'll be all right. Like, that's how I wanted him. Like, uh, so, uh, so was that, we, that was my thing.
0: Was there a guy, has there been a guy in the league that's kind of helped you develop as a pro for the most part?
1: Uh, Like I said, I'd say that first tight end room. Like, really? I asked big dog and uh rob a lot of questions yeah like that's rob is the reason i came out here and started training because yeah after my rookie season i mean usually when you're in college like you have spring ball and you have winter conditioning like when you get to the off season in the nfl they're just like don't get hurt yeah see ya like you get that big black trash bag you grab your stuff (laughs) and they're like all right have fun see you in april Like, you do what—like, some dudes don't work out, some dudes start working out. So I was like—I literally sat there at my house, so hurt watching the Buccaneers win the championship, and I was just like, what am I supposed to be doing? Right. I have no idea. Like, I'm sitting in Iowa, it's snowing, and I'm like—so I hit him, and he was like, I got you, bro. Just come out to Nashville, train with us. We got chefs, we got got Seusses, we got PTs, we run routes, we lift— And he's like, and you'll be around all of us. He's like, yeah, just come out here and you'll be straight. And I was like, done. Cool. Easy. All you had to say. So, like, and since 21, like, I've been coming out here every summer and just whenever I feel like I need to train and, like, get locked in, like, this is where I come because I know I'm going to get not only the best, like, body-wise, like, I'm going to be around guys. Right. That can push me as well.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, we you kind of heard the end. Like, Jay Holt was on here and he was just saying, i like, the tight end position in this tight end you things become really unique yeah of it is iron sharpens iron it is guys who it's not a pissing contest just, obviously you want to be the best of course but that's human nature especially with the level of competitors in this wheelhouse of, yeah. of, of, of human being but to be able to have that you know moment conference day camp whatever you want to call it of tight end you were the best of their field all get together and master the craft, picking each other's brains. Yeah. Not just each other who's in the league, like dudes who have been out of the league that are yeah. that are legends. Like you said, they're coming out to support a, a position. You don't see that very often. So it's. I nah. mean, you you heard Jay Holt's version. Like, what's your experience with tight end? You.
1: Uh, f- I mean, it's essentially like at this point, like I don't want to call it a frat, but it is like a brotherhood type yeah. where.
0: That's fucking sick.
1: I mean, getting to rub shoulders with some of those guys, like, obviously knowing George and TJ in college, it made it easier to reach out to them. But, like, you don't run into Greg Olson every day. You don't run into Darren Waller every day. So, like, getting a full weekend to just not only ask those guys about football but about, like, the extra stuff, like, that's where I take a lot of it as well because there is a lot of stuff that is behind the scenes as far as just, like, Being on the field, like, taking care of your body, your mind, your bread, like, taking care of your house, like, getting the chance to ask those guys who maybe don't have it all together, but they're closer than the rest of us. Like, getting to ask them, like, where they got started, you know, what some of their pitfalls were when they were younger and some things they would have rather gone around and had to, you know, had to withstand, you know, just the opportunity to, to, you know, pick – pick their brains and whether it's about running routes whether it's about investing whether it's about oh how should i take care of my body on monday after a game versus tuesday how many times are you doing like massages hot cold tub like there's just just so much stuff that we go over past football so it's just like it's one of those things where i mean it is it's, it's weird because you don't see that in football, it's usually like you don't see that in any field. You know what I mean? Like you don't
0: see the best CEOs in the world all getting. Together no, because usually it's
1: it's money. me versus you. It's competition. Like we, exactly. I, I don't. I don't wanna, think there yeah. could be.
0: I don't think there could be a wide receiver. You.
1: I yeah, think it'd be, be, be tough.
0: I think there's too much, too many like I think there's too many egos, too many chefs in the kitchen type
1: thing. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know who would run it. I don't know though. It, that would be the that would be the run. part. Who would run it? Because, right now in the league, cause I mean, not like, you, I could you could name three of the best receivers, but would they be here, the who, ones to run it?
0: And can they structure it and bring people together and make That's it an experience? Like, who would it be right now? Probably okay. So let's call it Tyreek is in there. Okay, Tyreek. He, he he has got a personality who would run it. Say who JJ. I, JJ would run, and it. and probably
1: AJ Brown. I Those are a like lot would, of. I
0: feel like they wouldn't come together and like run a great weekend. Yeah.
1: Can't necessarily though i mean that's why it's kind of unique in itself because because i feel like jj would go in and be like jamar would be like hey why
0: why are we doing this why yeah. why am i not in charge of this
1: yeah
0: and then cooper cup comes in and
1: it's like, <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like where does it stop i don't know who's in charge that's that's the tough part with that and it's just like that's what's so like unique about it is there's a vulnerability that we're all just right learning this weekend well, jay Holt also said that i think there is the a little bit of the
0: pot of gold at the end of the rainbow where the tight end position is becoming more and more valuable yeah and if they can make it to where guys are getting bigger contracts yeah everyone's gonna ultimately eat off that and, yeah. and and he said you know the top teams in the nfl they have a good team they do have a good tight end they have a, a solid tight end option which makes a difference yeah We interrupt this episode for a quick word from our friends at Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash juice. That's right, prizepicks.com forward slash juice for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, they offer a reboot policy so that if your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half, and does not return in the second That player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance policy. Now, if you want to play alongside with some of PrizePix's favorite players, like rapper Meek Mill, yeah, Dreams and Nightmares Meek Mill, and comedian Andrew Schultz, well, you can. You can find community plays under the Promos tab of the PrizePix app to view entries for some of the biggest names in PrizePix community each week. Bring the juice. We're about to have our own community soon enough. Just keep on going. Keep on winning with us with PrizePix. Be sure to go to prizepix.com forward slash juice. Yes, that's code JUICE for a first deposit match up to $100. And now, back to the episode. You know, I know you face some adversity. And like getting to talk to those guys about I always like talking to athletes, you know, about the business side of things as far as what are you doing next? Um, What's the best advice you've gotten from some of those older dudes of, hey, when's the right time to start investing your money, looking for ventures outside of football? And I had Jalen Johnson on the pod who's about to get paid. And like one thing he's looking for is, it's not necessarily the bag you make right now. It's what you do with that bag as an investment to make it to where you have longevity of, of income coming in.
1: Um, I feel like Yeah, that one's tough as far as like investing because I mean it's what you're pers- got Yes. Yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. got different tiers I mean, there's you have like a personal Sometimes you have personal ties to some things that sure. I've wanted to invest in this for a long time or I know about this field Better than the next guy, but as far as me, you know, I just I mean, I hate seeing money leave my account. So I save everything You know, I've been blessed to have parents who, you know, my mom worked for Wells Fargo. She works um, for the Federal Reserve now. My dad worked for, like, almost two decades for a business that um, they dealt with, like, you know, uh, mortgages and stuff like that. So, like, they give me a lot of the knowledge because they've, they've dealt, they've been on that side for a long time. And then, I mean, on the other side, it's just, like, I feel like, the best piece of advice that I heard was the thing that you shouldn't ever be stingy with is investing in your body. Right. Because I mean, that's what gets you paid at the end of the day. So like, you know, getting that extra cryotherapy or getting that extra massage or that chef or needles or whatever, you know, whatever you like to do. Like none of that is too much because at the end of the day you're getting, it's an investment. You're getting it back when your body's feeling a hundred percent in November when it's about to get cold, like that investment's going to pay off because now I'm not dealing with, you know, like a hamstring pull or a little, like your ankle's tender or anything. No, I took care of myself all off season and I put the money in and I put the time in to make sure my body feels good. So now when it gets to November, December, January, and it gets a little colder when you're up in Buffalo or you're in Green Bay or wherever, then like I can withstand those tough games and like, It's it's going to be a ground and pound, especially tight end. So we're gonna your 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 reps are going to go up because we're running the ball because we can't throw it because it's rainy and cold. So it's like, but because I took care of myself April to the start of the season, I'm straight. So like that's the best that's the best investment and that's probably the best advice I've heard from like that tight end you surface.
0: I know you've dealt with injuries recently and in the past, and like I think. Every athlete has to an extent. If you if you've gone, if you get to go through college or the NFL and have yeah. no injuries, it's you're blessed. It, I mean, you, go, you, you take advantage of it when you're in high school. Yeah. I mean, you used to get off the bus and like, I don't need to stretch. No. Fuck it, let's go, baby. Yeah, I mean, you're and blessed. Then,
1: this is a game where you're a hundred percent chance of getting injured.
0: Hundred percent, some way, shape, or form. But what's your mentality? You know, when you get injured, because uh, how can I word it? I think people forget a few aspects. Okay, if you if you F up your hamstring, mm-hmm. okay, your hamstring hurts. Yeah. That sucks. But one thing that the outside doesn't really feel the same way you do that is a few things. One, yeah, I can't run as fast as I normally can. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing. Am I good enough? Okay, that's one thing. Second thing, though, I think is I've earned to be at a certain spot in my life on a depth chart on a team, on whatever it might be, because of my, if you're playing athletics, your athletic ability. Yeah. So if I get hurt, and there's a depth chart, the guy behind me is now getting my reps. Ultimately, just getting more and more opportunities to take my spot. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, that is a two-sided coin where I've been in the position of both, where I'm the guy, I get hurt, I lose my reps, maybe your spot's not guaranteed anymore. Also, though, I'm the guy who's behind the guy who gets hurt. I take advantage of it. Now I'm the guy. Yeah. Right? And I think everyone's kind of been on both sides. I didn't realize how hard it is until you're sitting on the sideline, earned your way through spring ball, off-season workouts, preseason, whatever the hell it might be, fall camp, all that bullshit. And all of a sudden, you're like, it's all out the window because something acted up. Yeah. What what do you do, you know, mentally? Like how how what are your dark your dark moments you've had to go through in that in that sense? Cause I don't think it's talked about enough injuries in, in sports. I
1: mean, for me, like I was low-key one of those guys that never got injured. Really? Like nothing. Like I hadn't missed a game for injury until I got to the league. So it was just like at first it is a lot. Like it's a lot of like like men like mental stuff like I think that's one thing people don't understand is like like when you hurt something like in your mind you don't want to run on that so like not only do you have to get your body back to 100% you have to get your mind back to okay it's not going to hurt when I fully extend it's not going to hurt when I plant you have to like remember (laughs) that you're healthy which is sometimes bigger in like Or you see some guy shy away from taking those hits or from cutting off that ankle after they're. And after the, You know, I mean? yeah. it's just because, like, you're mentally like, I don't want to hurt that again. That hurt. You Dude. know, like that, you, it, you, it takes a couple seconds to get injured. It takes weeks, maybe months to get back right. So you could like, never be the same again. Some people never come back the same. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like, even like the small hamstring stuff, like some guys hurt their hamstring never kind consistently the and they're just never the same. So now they. Don't feel like they can stride out or get to 100%. And there's just – I feel like a lot of it is just you have to build that regimen early on. And, like, that's what I learned is, like, when you get injured, first of all, and I will harp on this so much, like, do not come back too early. It's not worth it. It's not. Because – and I, like, me being – when I was a rookie – you know, I got the college mentality, like, bro, I got to go, like, I got to keep going, like, I don't Take care if it hurts, you know go. what I mean, like, we're going, and my coach was like, bro, no, like, you being injured and, like, having to essentially force yourself, like, that's not, that's not how we do it here, you right. know what I mean, like, that's, that's college, where like like, they, they respect you more, I'd say, in the NFL as far as, like, getting hurt, where they, like, they want you to get nursed up and get back right, because they know, like, you can't be you if you're hurt. Nope. Like it doesn't matter how many shots you get, how many pills you take. Like tape it up until I you're hundred percent, bro. You yeah. can't you can't get that proper. Like you can't be yourself. So they like they care more about the fact that you're injured and like you need to get your body back right. And they respect it because I mean this is a job, and they kind of like understand you got to feed your family this way. So like. I learned from there, they were like, yeah, no, we'd rather you be healthy than be out here, like, nursing, like, trying to fight through some pain or fight through some, like, they're like, dude, take care of yourself. Like, it's fine. Trust me. But at the same time, you know, you you get… Do you trust them, though? That's what I'm about to say. At the same (laughs) time… You say that, <laughs> yes, I'm saying. but then you don't want someone to, like you said, you don't want to be the man and go on the back end and then the hey. number two is coming up and he's out here. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I don't, yeah. want, I don't yeah. want to see that. Up
0: and cover. You yeah. know what I, mean?
1: I don't want to see that. But at the end of the day, like, you got to take, take care of your body.
0: You got you to take care of your body.
1: You can't play. If you, if you, you're you,
0: either hurt or you're injured. Yeah. And there, is, I mean, there is a difference. 100%. There is a
1: big difference between being hurt and injured. And it's just like when you're injured, like, take care of that. So that's one thing I learned. And then just that weekly regimen in the league is, easily, is easy to get into when you're in it. Like Mondays, okay, I get my little um, pool workout. Tuesdays, I get a massage. Wednesday, I might get this. Thursday, that, whatever. Just kind of having that schedule definitely helps, you know, kind of prolong your career. Yeah. That's kind of what I've learned and taken from some of those old vets. It's not easy. It's not easy though dealing with it, like you said,
0: because they say, "Oh, take your time, take your time." Yeah, man, nothing. I between <laughs> me and my brothers yeah. who have been through college football. Now it's like, dude, you've oh, take your time. All right, yeah. You think, hey, I earned this. I earned this spot. Yeah. For it took it took years sometimes to get this spot. It's my time. Guess what? Freshman comes in. Yeah. Rookie comes in. Has a nice little preseason game. Maybe has a nice spring ball. Maybe has a nice practice six of fall camp. All of a sudden, well, we need to reevaluate. Well, 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 whoa, what the fuck is this all about, man? <laughs> yeah. It's shitty. It's, it, but it leads me back to like, I really... Okay, so NFL is obviously a business. Professional mm-hmm. sports in general is a business. College football is a business. People didn't realize it until the NIL thing came out yeah. as much. But college football is a business. Yeah. 100%. I think high school football is a business now too, though. Absolutely. 100%. Dudes are getting them. People are, I don't want to say they're getting paid, but like people are powerhouses for a reason. Yeah. Dudes are transferring across the country for shit. It's crazy. I've seen it firsthand. And like there's certain coaches with egos that want to keep it going. There's good, the bad, the ugly, and and the uglier. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like that is life. There's always gonna be a business out there wanting to poach your best employees. Yeah. There's always the grass is always greener on the other side, right? You have a girlfriend now, but there's some hot chick that walked by you. And you're like, "Oh shit!" Not always the case. Mac knows what the fuck I, I'm talking about. I know about that one. I'm happily married. My wife well. is hot. I love her. Yeah, too. yeah But yeah. I'm saying, like, there's scenarios where people always want the next best thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even college. I mean, college football, bro. You could yeah. be a five star. Rec- I, I'm not a five star. Shit, I'm half star, bro. But guess what? You could be a five star recruit to Alabama. Yeah. Running back, balling out, freshman all American. Doesn't matter. There's still a motherfucker who they're recruiting to be that's a five star running back to come in and take your spot. Absolutely.
1: It's just the reality. Yeah. It's a constant it's a constant battle so constant doggy paddle to try to stay at the top.
0: Yeah. You're treading I mean, water
1: the whole out. time while you got people trying to either tear you down or something happens. There's just like you're just constantly fighting to stay relevant. You're fighting to stay to be the top dog and yep. either you're fighting to get there or to stay there. That's essentially what it always is. Instead of a J-hole, the high, in this world,
0: you climb mountains, right? Yeah. The higher you climb that mountain, the steeper it gets. And, one thing that's not talked about enough, there's fucking dudes at the bottom with bow and arrows trying to knock your ass down.
1: There's there just is. There's dudes at the top, too. are coming down at you. There's dudes at the top, Bombing there's dudes at the top trying like to shoot you down, too. It's like you really don't too.
0: realize how hard it is to be successful. And there's a, a lot of different formulas, you know, consistently grinding your butt off to like yeah. be the best version of yourself you can be
1: yeah.
0: outlasting people figuring it out finding a way i think athletes have a great you know business savvy mindset of like i gotta find a way i gotta find a tactical approach on how to get my foot in the door or yeah. network or be the best version of myself i could possibly be especially when you're athletes like you know one thing i preach to like my buddies even it's like dude I don't know how it is, you know, back in Iowa where you're at or here or whatnot, but like if you want to be part of a business and you go approach them with you go put on a decent shirt tucked in with your business degree, shake them not like a pussy, in your and look them in the eye and say, Sir, I did this, 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 and this. I played college football, NFL football. I know how to be accountable. I know I have a doesn't matter what you have a degree in i want to help your team win yeah you're gonna get hired or get the meeting spot to for them to help your business whatever it might be it's how you carry yourself yeah. and utilize the assets you've built and like i think it's one thing that i think is cool about the Titan Youth thing too just to like finish up on that is very few people get opportunity to network with their competition in a friendly manner like yeah. that and like I said, I say iron sharpens iron. Like that truly is a, a fucking prime example. Yeah. Last thing I want to follow up on though is you wanted to play it at Fresno State at one point. I did. Dominique, talk to me about it. Like,
1: I'm a fucking dog. I mean, generational, baby. Coming out like generational. I said, like I said, man, coming out of high school. You
0: know this? Matt, do you know this story? No.
1: Yeah. Man. Wait, this dude's fucking jealous. <laughs> right now, bro. You see that shit? We're long born, baby.
0: Bulldog, generational.
1: Man. Well, I'm telling you, coming out of like coming out of high school, seeing a you know, car and take. Yeah. Going crazy. And then, you know, recruiting is a monster in itself. Yeah. And then like back then I'm a white wide receiver, bro. You
0: don't gotta dude, tell me. Dude,
1: coming from Iowa, like back then, like it just wasn't heard of. White wide receivers? Okay, it's Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> it's Iowa, obviously that's heard of, but right, right, right. I'm saying like President recruiting State. was tough. Yeah, Like, getting recruited to go places was tough. Like, I remember I went to UCLA camp, went crazy. And they was like, we just don't recruit Iowa. They're like, well, maybe you can move here and go to high school out here. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, let me do that. Like, to some places, that's like, some people, like, that would be like, okay, yeah, I could do that. And I would we'll like, do that yeah. what do you mean? You want me to move all the way out to Cali to play high school so maybe you recruit me? Like, bro, you could just send somebody. Yeah. But it was like they they literally straight up told me, like, yeah, we don't recruit Iowa like that. And like you hear that all the time. It was just like it's back then insane. they just didn't nowadays. You know, we got we're <laughs> fucking, we're throwing out five, <laughs> four stars right now. But it's just like back then they were like, it was huh. unheard of. Yeah. It's coming out of Iowa like that. And I remember I got like I got like an email or something from Fresno State. And I was like, Who's the coach? Dude, I have no idea. This was 2013. I couldn't tell you. We're
0: same class, so I I know his recruiting
1: trail. I do not know, but I got an email and I started looking him up. And I was like looking up the campus and looking up the field and everything. And I was showing my mom and I was like, "It's lit, bro." I'm like, "Checking scoreboard. This this could be dope." You know, obviously my dad grew up in Cali, so like, I was like, you know, I might have to, might have to come out there. Never got to, but I was like. I was like, I like the way if like their offense was to Fresno, called. I will host you. Hey. Yeah. Mac's coming out, so. Country Mac don't know what he's doing, man. That's a wild boy. That's a different story, but. So you almost went to Fresno State. You wanted to. I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely wanted to. I like. I like their offense. Uh yeah. Like you said, the like the. Crowd was crazy.
0: Crowd goes crazy.
1: And I mean, it's Cali, so it was like. Getting out of Iowa seemed like like that's what we all wanted to do that was like the high school story like we're gonna grow up you know we're gonna graduate from high school we're gonna go like we're gonna move like growing up and like that was the thing like i had plenty of friends who like tried the la thing and you know model and do all this stuff. model oh yeah hey i'm telling you man (laughs) when you come from iowa man it's like there's so like I was slept it's, on, of course, you know. Shout out Iowa for it's, real. But, it's
0: model country.
1: I mean, there's some beautiful people out there. Get the fuck out of here! right I, I mean, know. you got one sitting right here. <laughs> come on, man. But well, no, nah, I'm serious though. Like they were like serious about modeling, TV, wow. making music. So like there was yeah. like a solid group of people when I had when I graduated who were moving out to Cali. Yeah. And like hearing about Fresno, I was like, I might have to. I might have to be one of them ones that come with. Shit, man. and he's you, like you said it's a farm country
0: farm country brother. what do you
1: think i was american needs farmers you so feel ch- cheers to that brother <laughs> you know what i'm saying cheers so like that. i was like it, it was like you could ask lonnie daphne about it i'm my, my beautiful mother i literally talked to her <laughs> about it all the time i'm like i love fresno like i like if i go there like that'd be so dope so you've never even been no dude i i need to have you out
0: to fucking no, fresno never, I, I'm i'll here. host you no max coming seriously we're having a pickleball tournament, or a golf tourney one of the 2 is gonna. I'll happen. bring the clothes. Coors I'll be there. I'll bring the Dominique Dominique's coming. You bring the clothes? I got the. A. It's the second annual bringing in my truck right now. now.
1: What's your handy? Terrible. Doesn't matter. It does not matter at all for the boys. I started golfing a year ago. Me too. Coors Lights. <laughs> sponsored
0: <laughs> by Travis Matthews last year. Huh?
1: Yeah, Mac. We're there. Yeah. Shout out Fresno, man. Shout we're out, out to
0: Fresno. Shout out to Five for Nine. <laughs> hey, we're coming. Dominique, before I wrap it up, anything you want to say to bring to the nation, bro? This has been a banger of an episode so far.
1: Uh, no, man, I appreciate you having me on. It was great vibes. Great vibes. Great fucking you know, vibes. Definitely gonna see you when you come back. We're, oh, oh. I'll pull up the Fresno now. I'm, Please not, believe I'm me. not joking. Please believe me, I will. All right, you heard it here first. You'll see him. Guys, Dominique Daphne
0: followed his journey. Follow him on all the socials, the Gram. See what he does next in the league. See him out at Fresno. He might come into the Bring the Deuce Golf Tournament. We'll see. I don't know how much of a man of word he is. We'll see. See if he works as handicap. I don't know. But guys, uh, fire me up, get your piss hot. Another great episode. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Buy your merch. See
1: you next week.